You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into the Overreaction Buffalo Sports Show, post-game show. My name is Joe Miller. I'm the host of this year's show. I'm the voice, if you will, of the Overreaction Buffalo Sports Show. You can find me on Twitter, at X, whatever. As always, I think I'm, gonna, I think I'm never going to call it X. That's I'm never. Elon, you don't listen to this show, but just in case you do, I'm never calling it X, ever, never. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. Uh, would love to see you over there. Would love to interact with you a little bit. It's good to have everybody single one, every single one of you, all of Bill's Mafia. Welcome. Uh, please do me a favor. Whatever uh, uh, platform you are consuming this podcast, this vidcast on, uh, please like, please subscribe. Uh, we are Super Chat Live. This is a recording of a podcast, and it is brought to you, of course, by the Market Dominator team. On the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network, I distracted myself with that little shout-out to Elon there, and I got off my script a little bit. But uh, whether this podcast finds you around a cup of coffee, at the gym with your AirPods in, on the drive to work, or watching me live right now on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, let me just say one more time, welcome. It's so good to have every single one of you. Before we get this uh, rock and roll show started, let's hear from our show sponsor, the Market Dominator team. Hey, Bills Mafia, John Spaschak and Scott Cantillo is here, the Market Dominators, the proud sponsor of the Overreaction Podcast by our good friend Joe Miller. And listen, I'm wearing the Knox jersey, Scott's wearing the white jersey, they're both on injury reserve, they're broken, right? Bad news. But the good news is, the Market Dominators are not broken. Bills Mafia, if you want to learn how to win and succeed in this real estate market and work with a true pro real estate team, I want to encourage you today to contact us at 716-570-3298. We will show you how we educate, how we advocate, how we negotiate, and how we dominate! Just as they said, if you are in the market to buy or sell a home, please call the Market Dominator team. Uh, you can reach them at 716-570-3298. That number again, 716-570-3298. Welcome to everybody that is in the comment section over on the YouTubes. I would tell you guys that uh, the best place to kind of hang out is over on YouTube because the comment section there is a lot of fun. It's kind of its own little community. You can also super chat me, uh, which basically means you put something in there and you put like a buck in and then it, it glows on my screen so I can see it. Uh, if you do not do that, the chances are I'm not going to see it, but uh, it is good to have everybody with us 
Happy Victory Monday to you, Bills Mafia. Happy Victory Tuesday. It's actually literally Monday. Happy Victory Monday. Happy Victory Tuesday to you. Happy Victory Wednesday. Happy Victory Thursday. It's going to be a fantastic week. Playoff Josh Allen is back. Josh Allen in this football game had a passer rating of 120. As you already know, four total touchdowns. Didn't make any mistakes. In fact, was very much the dominant uh, man, uh, boy, child, man, child that we're so used to have uh, watching over like the last five years before, like the end of last year, the beginning of this year. Like Josh Allen, when he said, I, "I'm back," I, I feel like I'm effing back. Uh, he was not kidding. He was definitely telling you the truth. The Buffalo Bills advance to the divisional round by defeating the, the Pittsburgh Steelers 31-17, a game in the freezing cold. It was super cold, 15 degrees at kickoff. And the reality is is it, it became a little bit of a war of attrition as the Buffalo Bills lose, lose several players, no, most notably Tyrell Bernard uh, uh, and uh, Christian Benford. And what's interesting about that is it felt like the Bills were like they held on to win. And I don't think that's actually the case. I, I feel like the Bills were capable of doing what they needed to do to close out that game. You watched them on offense in that last drive, which we'll talk about in a minute, go down the field, uh, rushing the football and throwing when they needed to and basically controlling the clock to, to, to regain that two-possession game. Um, it just kind of felt funny at the end, right? I, I don't know that we've got that bad juju out of us, right? This team is now on a six-game win streak, They've been in the playoffs for the last six weeks. They, they know how to win. They've learned how to win. Uh, they're, they're, they're playing very good complementary football. I know how much we all, including myself, love to hate that word uh, or that phrase, but they're doing a very good job. But when, it, when you look at what happened from an injury standpoint, uh, it, just, it, it just wasn't good. Taron Johnson also went out of this game with a concussion. Balen Spector went out of this game. Uh, Sam Martin, we all saw pull up limp on that blocked field goal. He got injured. He did punt. Who knows what his hamstring is going to feel like tomorrow uh, or next week, but uh, that remains to be seen. Uh, but when you look at this situation, the injury situation, there's two players on this football team that would spell doom, absolute doom, if they were to be injured. One of them is obvious, JA-17, Josh Allen. If Josh Allen were injured on this football team, it would spell disaster. The other one, believe it or not, how far we've come in 18 games. The other one is Tyrell Bernard. Tyrell Bernard is the captain of that defense. Uh, he is the guy that makes all of like the calls. He basically, he is also a very involved player. He makes splash plays. He makes a lot of positive plays. He like, he makes flash plays. Uh, losing him is, is, is a big deal. Not only because, He's the QB of the defense, and he's a playmaking linebacker, but also because of who's behind him on the roster. And in a game like this, the two behind him were A.J. Klein, who, if you listen to the post-game pressers, <laughs> they were having a really fun time talking about how he was on the couch last week, <laughs> loading up his RV, getting ready to head to the Keys for family vacation, and had to call a family huddle to ask his family if he could go back to Buffalo to join the team for the playoffs because in his own words, who doesn't want to play in the playoffs, right? Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> he didn't add the other two am I rights. 
But when you look at that situation, AJ Klein and Dorian Williams, it doesn't look great going forward if, if Tyrell Bernard has a problem. Now, the good news is, is Bernard's x-rays, the word we're hearing is that they were negative. Not, it was reported by Jeremiah Poyer uh, early, actually during the game, that his, his x-rays were negative. So I'm guessing he got word from somebody that he knows. Uh, it is now being reported wi uh, widely by uh, what Ian Rappaport and everybody else. Uh, so the expectation is it was a sprain of his ankle. I thought he actually dislocated his ankle, but it was apparently a sprain. So the question is going to be how long is it going to take him to recover? Is it a high ankle sprain? Is it a low ankle sprain? Is it a mid? I don't know how many different ankle sprains there could be, but we'll see as the week goes on. Also, Coach said in his press uh, post-game presser, Tyrell Dot, or yeah, Ty uh, Tyrell Dot, T Dot, Dotson was close to playing in this game. Uh, so there, there, there's an expectation that he probably should play next week and be available. Also, Razul Douglas said he was ready. He told, I think, Tim Graham in the locker room he could have played this week, but they held him out. Uh, so I would expect at least those two back, which is good news. Now, you know, Bernard is the big one. The Bernard, If Bernard is done for the season, the Bills are going to have to play sprint games with every team they face from here on out. They're going to have to score 35 to 40 points and pray their opponents on offense make mistakes because you're you're talking about teams exploiting, as the Steelers did, the middle of the football field, and they're going to be playing against good quarterbacks that can do just that. You saw what Mason Rudolph was able to do exploiting the middle of the field. Imagine Patrick Mahomes. Imagine, you know, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson you know, imagine going against the 49ers in the Super Bowl, you know, with Shanahan's team, what he would game plan if you didn't have the linebackers that you need, you know, Super Bowl playoff caliber linebackers. So uh, all prayers up to all of those guys, Bernard, especially. Hopefully we can get you guys back soon. Uh, I heard that Christian Benford was uh, he slammed his knee on the ground in this football game. Uh, but there were several. I had a list of guys, also guys that went out, but uh, it might be down further in my notes. I did say Sam Martin. I didn't. Yeah, I just I neglected to add Christian Benford, but we'll see how Christian Benford feels as well. Uh, but yeah, you know, when you look at this football game, it was a game that almost didn't happen, right? Not only did it almost not happen, it almost didn't happen in Buffalo. The rumors were that uh, the league wanted to move the game to Atlanta right away. And coach kind of said that, you know, he talked about it in his postgame presser too, just briefly. Uh, leadership, in my opinion, you know, you, if you know me on Twitter, I'm not a big fan of politics in general. Uh, I'm also not a big fan of the leadership that we have, but they made the right call. You've got to give it to the leadership after what happened last year with the 47 lives perishing and the Christmas blizzard leadership stepped up. Uh, they demanded two things. They demanded that, uh, you know, that this game basically get postponed and that we get to keep the game uh, to keep everybody safe, to keep, you know, the, the, the Erie County residents safe, to keep everybody safe and to provide an opportunity and an atmosphere that's safe for the fans, for the players and for everybody else. And it was absolutely 100 percent, as I said, the correct call. And they also I, I, it's important to note as well that uh that uh, Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York State, uh, basically went uh, to bat, is my understanding, to make sure the game did not get moved to Atlanta. She said, just give us one day. Give us one day. And I'll be honest with you, for a Monday, to have the doubleheader on Monday, it's kind of nice. 437 or 438, not whatever it is normally, like 730, 1030, like on a opening week. But got our first uh, super chat from Peyton Plays. My guy, Peyton, thank you so much for being a part of the show, dude. Uh, always love chatting with you. Dear Sean McDermott, he says, enclosed is a couch-based linebacker, 
a corner we forgot we drafted, Kair Elam, and a Hall of Famer with one leg. Please save our season. Go Bills. That's uh, pretty much on point. <laughs> that's pretty much on point. So that's uh, that's well said. Uh, but uh, getting thank you, Paid, so much for being a part of the show, as always. Um, the field, though, however, getting back to this game was perfect. Uh, the stands were an absolute mess. Uh, but, you know, it made for a great story and it made for a great backdrop, you know, and while real quick, you know, while a dome doesn't solve the driving ban issues and a dome doesn't solve the delay of the football game is a lot of people are like, this is why they should build a dome. <laughs> it doesn't solve any of those problems. Uh, it would have solved some of the mess inside of the stadium, like complete sections being covered like with snow to the point where you could even see the seats. Um, it is important to note, though, that the expectation with the new stadium that they're building currently uh 70% of the seats are going to be covered, which I'm excited about. And that design should curb a lot of that, that snow kind of covering all the seats, as well as protecting us when it rains. Because right now when it rains, I get wet and I don't like it. Uh, so it is what it is. But it was 15 degrees at kickoff uh, and actually was a beautiful sunny day uh, for this for this football game. And then as obviously as it turned to night, I'm sure it got much colder. I did not attend this football game for various personal reasons none of which were the cold and snow. Uh, but uh, I, I got I got to get the ticket. I was able to get the tickets into a hand of a couple good friends, and they really, really enjoyed themselves, and I'm glad. It was it was great for me to sit at home on the couch with my daughter, McKenna, and, and my wife. My wife watched it as well and just uh, watched the Bills win. But, uh, yeah, what, what a game. What a feeling. What, a, what, a, what an emotion just to see the Buffalo Bills start that game the way they did and then finish the game the way they did and all the way through. Um, I don't know how you felt. I almost am curious of how you Bills Mafia felt just going into this game. This game did not have me nervous at all. So when I found out that we were going to be playing the Steelers, I, I didn't, I, it, I wasn't nervous at all about this football game. Now I got a little curious and a little eyebrow raised when they were like, well, this game might get played in six inches of snow and a blizzard. And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> the last thing we need is for them to be slamming us in the face with Najee Harris for 60 minutes with undersized linebackers like we've seen teams do to us in the past. Just didn't spell necessarily for a re recipe for success. It, it was kind of an, an equalizer of sorts if that were to happen. Now the game got moved, which was great, which I hated at first because when they were making those decisions and my flight from Nashville to, to Buffalo was getting canceled, I felt it was early and a little too preemptive, but in the end, all of it worked out exactly the way that it should have and everybody was in fact kept safe the game happened the buffalo bills played they played their game josh allen played a good game the run game played a good game the defense played a good game but i wasn't nervous coming into this football game at all i felt like if the buffalo bills did what the buffalo bills should do this should be i'm going to say an easy win they should easily win this football game that the steelers are an inferior opponent they backed into the playoffs they've got a third uh, a third string uh, quarterback in Mason Rudolph, who has never lived up to, up to his potential. Yes, he looks like he is rounding out into maybe a serviceable uh, game manager of a quarterback that can hit guys that are open in the right up, like in the right moments. Like he's there are some impressive throws that he's made over the last couple of weeks. He also, in his own words, you know, he's just out there playing for fun. There's no real pressure on him because he's been down the road of getting drafted and and falling out of grace and having another first round quarterback drafted in front of him and blah, 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 getting pushed down the depth chart. And I guess it was reported that he went through the whole thing 
just about uh, be, becoming a free agent, and there was like no interest in him at all, which is incredible because usually even third-string quarterbacks in the NFL, there's there's interest when they become free agents. So he's gone through a, a pretty humbling experience as it pertains to his NFL career. So he's good, but he's not he's not Pat Mahomes. He's not Tua Tungavailoa. He's not any. He's not a quarterback that should have you worried. Um, but you know the Bills being the two seed with at least two home games if they if they win this one, which we now know we're guaranteed to the potential to have the AFC Championship game in Buffalo if the Ravens falter against the Texans next week. This was just a game that the Buffalo Bills had to win. You knew they had to win. You knew they had to have the energy to come out and win this football game. Uh, you know, coming in, they knew the Bills did who their who their who their opponent was if they had went if they were to win this game. Um, the Chiefs obviously just backing up in case I'm sure you know the Chiefs destroyed the Dolphins uh, on Saturday. Um, but as I said all week, to kind of go along with that 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 thought about not being super super uncomfortable about having to play the Steelers. People were asking me, well, you know, who do you want to see in the second round? And I was like, I want Mahomes. Bring Mahomes to Buffalo. If you if you want to see the Buffalo Bills be who we all believe they are, if you want people to talk about the Buffalo Bills the way that we want everybody to talk about them, you want to see the Bills beat Mahomes. You want to see the Bills beat Mahomes. Not only beat him in the playoffs, but you want to see him in Buffalo and do something Mahomes has never had to do, which is basically take his game, his playoff game on the road, and win in in somebody else's stadium, and not only somebody else's stadium, but in front of our crowd for once. I've now seen the Buffalo Bills play in Kansas City twice. The Bills have won one of those games, and they lost one, the 13-second game. This is going to be the first time that we get the opportunity to introduce Pat Mahomes to Bill's Mafia. And I, for one, am incredibly excited about it. Very excited. In this football game, the Bills came out hot. They put up a blistering 21 points in the first half, and they probably could have had that up in the, in the first quarter. Then the Steelers adjusted. The wide receivers dropped a couple passes. Uh, Dawson Knox, I think, dropped a pass or two. The Steelers' offense also adjusted in this football game. But, you know, the Bills in the first half, they kind of were allowing them to get yards. Right. Uh, and then they would close the door when they needed to. The Bills, the Bills would allow them to drive down and then there was an interception. The Bills would kind of allow them to drive down and then they would close them out. I don't want to say that they were playing with them, but they were playing smart football defensively. And I know that there's an aspect of soft playing soft coverage and prevent defense and keeping the game in front of you. You've heard of you've heard me and John and Jerry and Jay Spence and Sterling. You've heard a lot of us talk about just this notion of of keeping like the defense keeping people in front of them, which allows this huge chunk yardage, 10, 12, 15 yards at a time. And what that does, if the team on the other side, if the, if the opposing team, the, the team on the other side of the field is really good or is a very good team, it has a tendency to keep them in or get them back into the game or potentially take the lead. Well, it was pretty obvious that Sean McDermott, as well as his coaching staff, they weren't overly concerned about the Steelers. It felt like they knew that if they could control what they could control, which was the run game for the Steelers that allowing Rudolph to kind of get his production through the air wasn't going to hurt him. Now, a couple things. The Bills had a multiple possession lead through most of this football game, which basically made the Steelers get away from the run game. If you noticed, Najee Harris was a big part of this game early, and then he was not a part of the game pretty much at all. 
uh, till kind of late, a couple a couple runs here and there. Now they had to fight from behind, but it wasn't necessarily urgent. Being down two touchdowns, you know, halfway through the third quarter isn't a reason to stop running the football with Najee Harris in 10 degree weather at night in a game where people don't really want to get hit or hit other people. I just felt like the the game plan going into this game was very good. It was pretty much exactly what I felt it needed to be. The Bills executed it well, even with losing several players on defense, losing several players uh, just all over the field. Um, And what's interesting, you know, there was the tipping point in this whole game, right, where the momentum kind of swung, which was, you know, the, the, the blocked field goal before the half. So that's that's kind of where I'm at. So I'm working kind of through the first half, right? There was the blocked field goal at, at the end of the first half. Um, and this and this is a weird tipping point for fans, too. And, I, and I'm already kind of seeing it out there a little bit. You know, in hindsight, everybody says, you know, oh, the Bills, the Bills should have punted there. Like, I saw media guys tweet it. I saw fans retweet it. I saw fans say it. Oh, what are the Bills even doing kicking a field goal there? Like, they should have punted that ball. They've got a 21-point 21 21 lead. They should have just sat on the football or punted it and kicked it deep. And then, you know, try to stop them on defense. Why would you kick a field goal knowing that you're, you know, it's this cold and blah, 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 which it's like, oh, I guess I can see the reason in that you're wanting to protect the lead. Right. But but in the reverse, if if the Bills had punted there and I don't remember what yard line they are, I could look it up here real quick. Hang on a second. Uh, let me get away from this. If, if the Bills had punted there, fumble, punt, blah, 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 block field goal. Uh, it was a 48 yard field goal. So it was on the 39 yard line. Right. So, uh, or 38 yard line. If the Bills had punted from their own 38 up 21 nothing, <laughs> can you imagine the outcry from the media and from Bills Mafia talking about how could, like, oh my gosh, Sean McDermott is so conservative. He doesn't trust his team, yada, yada, yada. So it's, it's a really kind of strange, like, flip flop tipping point for fans and the media when it comes to that play. It's like, oh, they should have punted it. They should have done something different. It was literally a no win situation, and the worst possible outcome happened. The only worse, more worse possible outcome is you do punt it there, which I would not agree with. And then the punt gets blocked. Like, that's probably the worser. Is there a worse, more worse, worsest? That's the worsest possible outcome than what actually happened. But it was 21 to seven at halftime. Uh, the Bills were firmly in control. They came out, you know, after the kickoff, and I, I, I don't think they went three and out, but I don't think they, they, they definitely had to punt. Uh, the Bills' offense definitely got slowed down quite a bit. You wonder how much of that was by their own doing, and how much of that was by the adjustments that the Steelers were making. Again, as I said, there were some drop balls here and there, um, but per, per usual, as most games are, it was the tale of two halves. You know, when it's not, when a football game is not the tale of two halves, those are when, when games get like teams get run away on, like when it's 45 to 10 or something like that, or basically what the, the, the Packers did, uh, or the Texans did when, when, when you've got two solid halves together, you're blowing the doors off of somebody. Uh, but you know, second half, the adjustments by the Steelers, the injuries, they kind of began to set in a little bit and kind of change the course of the game, the feeling. And then the Steelers with 10 minutes left in the game, you know, pull back within one score down 24 to 17. And it got a little uncomfortable. I'm not saying that there was any point because the Bills were getting the football back. There was no point there for me where I was like, "Uh oh, here we go. This game is in jeopardy. It wasn't at any point in jeopardy, but you got a little right. Okay, I'm going to hold my breath a little bit when the the stab of the ball happens, uh, you know, when the ball gets released, um, which was fun. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, you knew they, you just knew they had to do something in that moment, right? 
they they could not they absolutely with it 24 17 they absolutely could not afford a three and out uh as the Steelers had they had not only on offense found some rhythm uh but they had also discovered how they were going to attack the Bills which again was kind of in the middle of the football field but the Bills you know respond by you know putting together a 70 yard drive mostly rushing the football with Cook and with Josh uh they had a couple penalties in there that went their way and then that tremendous Absolutely tremendous effort by Khalil Shakir, which is going to be on highlight reels all week long, uh, possibly through the rest rest of the season. Who knows? It was just a wonderful, wonderful run uh, catch after the or run after the catch uh, to basically to put the Bills up fourteen points again and and put the the game pretty much in the rearview mirror from there. Um, but there was a lot. I mean, there was a lot in this game that 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 there, you know to like. Uh, it was a good football game. It was a fun football game. It was a playoff game. So there's even more kind of tied to us as Bills Mafia and emotion, knowing that we get to play another week. Uh, a whole bunch of teams were eliminated this week. The Dolphins, for one, the Cowboys for another, and we were not one of them. Uh, Josh Allen, speaking of a couple things that I liked from this game, you know, Josh Allen was poised. He was confident. He made some huge throws. Uh, and then he made, obviously, some huge runs as well. And he never seemed to be forcing it. He never seemed to be in a situation where he was forcing or trying to make something happen. He was almost he was almost letting the game come to him. He was clean. He had no turnovers. Uh, he threw three touchdowns. He rushed for that really, really long one, which in his postgame presser, he said that everybody around him was yelling slide and you know, come on, Josh, slide. He goes, I didn't slide. I scored. It's <laughs> basically what his quote was, which I like. I like the moxie. I like the bravado. Um, the, 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 the seam pass to Dalton Kincaid was amazing. Um, I don't know how closely you pay attention to the things that the bills do, but they rarely, rarely ever throw a seam pass literally to the point that I, I was on, I was, I, I was lucky enough to be a guest on the, uh, the, uh, talking Buffalo show with Pat, Mar Pat Moran last night on Sunday night. Um, and we brought it up and I literally said on the show, the Buffalo bills never, like throw a seam they never throw a seam and then lo and behold they come into this game and it was wide open Kincaid Kincaid was split the safeties perfectly uh the safeties bit on the outside routes and Josh hit him perfectly in stride and and Kincaid is a special player that dude is going to be a special player for a long time in the NFL it's, it's fun to watch James Cook I thought had some very strong runs some solid gainers when he needed them and the Buffalo Bills stuck with the run even when it was struggling a little bit uh they stuck with it and it paid off which was great um, Stefan Diggs was a big part of this football game, which is always good to see, to see his energy, to see his leadership on the field, to see him making plays, even if he's not scoring touchdowns. Uh, the defense played with two hands, almost tied behind its back, behind their backs, but they hung on to win. Uh, they did just enough while the offense did what they needed to stay in front of the Steelers on the scoreboard, which was great. And lastly, I don't know from a, from a good thing standpoint, you know, I don't know what more you can say just about, you know, the the effort by Khalil Shakir. It was just absolutely fantastic. Real quick, the stats in this football game. Uh, and I'm going kind of fast just because I have a million tweets to read. <laughs> Does that surprise you? The Bills won a playoff game and they played well. Does it surprise you that I've got a million tweets to read? Uh, the Buffalo Bills in this game, stats-wise, Josh Allen was 21 of 30, uh, better than better than 66%. Um 
what is he, 203 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Rushing James Cook, 18 of 79 for a 4.4 average. Josh Allen was 8 of 74. He had that big long one. Was it 52 yards for 9.2? And then Ty Johnson was 8 of 26. I still would like to see Ty Johnson carry the football more, and I know that's weird because who's getting it less or who's is Josh throwing the ball less, but I just love the way that kid runs. Uh, receiving Dalton Kincaid led the way three catches for 59 yards. Josh Allen completed passes to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys. And then uh, he had two targets, Andy Isabella and Ty Johnson, that both missed. So he targeted nine players, hit seven of them. Stephon Diggs had seven receptions for 52 yards. He, he got the ball seven times. That's that's getting Stephon Diggs in the game, in my opinion. Even though his yardage was low, uh, he was definitely a big part of this game. Deontay Hardy won for 34, had that big catch and that big uh, that big gainer uh, run after the catch. Khalil Shakir, we all saw it, three for 31. Latavius Murray, two for 13. Dawson Knox, one for nine, which was a touchdown. James Cook, four for five. The interesting thing about Khalil Shakir as well, and just this offense in general, and it's it's there's been a lot of, uh, how do I want to say it, despair. Uh, the negativity, right? Kind of launched in uh, Gabe Davis's way. And I'm one of them. And I don't know how the Buffalo Bills necessarily look at that situation and think that they can spend 18 or $20 million on a number two receiver that whose contract is up in Gabe Davis, which is about what he's going to get or is going to command. Maybe he takes a hometown discount at 15. I think 14 or 15 million a year for Gabe Davis is still paying too much. I don't think you can pay it. But I think the positive behind all of this is the fact that you've, you've now seen the Buffalo Bills offense without Gabe Davis at all through one half of football last week and a, foot, a whole football game this week. And I don't know how much right now, at least, they're missing him. Now, a lot remains to be seen. There, if he misses another game, you know, Spagnolo could could game plan differently without Gabe Davis on the field. There's an aspect of blocking that he brings. He's a bigger guy. He's a bigger presence. So, you know, these are kind of first thoughts. But you, you've got to believe that there's a good opportunity for the Bills to, you know, succeed or have success with some of these other guys, these other players, these other role guys, if Gabe Davis isn't here next year. Uh, the Steelers, Mason Rudolph, Rudolph was 22 of 39, 40. I think, I, think he's, I think he's been averaging 20 or 24 pass attempts a game. He threw the ball 40 times in this game. Uh, 222 yards or 229 yards. I'm sorry. Two touchdowns, one interception. Jalen Warren, eight carries for 38 yards. Najee Harris did have the bulk of the carries, 12 for 37. Mason Rudolph ran the ball twice. Uh, and then uh, for the uh, receiving for the Steelers, Pat Fryermuth led the way, five of 76. George Pickens, five of 50, who did some whining in the locker room about the refs uh, post game from everything I've seen. And then Deontay Johnson was uh, four for. 48. So those are your stats from this football game. A very, very, very good football game. Uh, you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna play football, if you're gonna watch football, if you've got a favorite team and they play in the playoffs, you know, that's effectively how you want to see them play. I mean, you want to see them dominate, you want to see them play really, really well. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice. Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody. After this football game, I tweeted out the Buffalo Bills have advanced to the divisional round of the AFC playoffs, welcoming Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs in a high mark stadium. I'm going to expand this a little bit so that I can see it. How's that win got you, got you feeling? Reading your tweets live at 10 o'clock, and that's what we're doing right now. Big tub, big dubs. Uh, go Bills. I probably sh- should have gotten the Wildest Dreams Land hashtag in there, but I did not. Let me refresh my page just to make sure I've got all of the tweets. Uh, the first one is from Robbie Robbie Snyder. Uh, my guy, uh, Robbie, let's talk 716. He says, uh, great win. Happy we're moving out of the division around to face the Chiefs. He's hashtag Go Bills. <laughs> and he says, hi, Joe Miller. Hi, Robbie. Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> Karen, let's go Buffalo. Wildest Dreams Land, she says. Players have, uh, what she say? Players have... Re- Re, players resigned off their sofa. Sorry, I, I, my brain, my brain kept wanting to say resigned. Players resigned off their sofa, making a difference. Why not? Uh, bills have to. Uh, bills have. Bills just have every have to billsy every game. My my brain is just not functioning. <laughs> I'm not even drinking liquor tonight. Uh, I was waiting for QB one to start punting since he can throw, run, and catch. I, I agree. Why not? Let him punt. Hashtag go bills. Hashtag bills mafia. Hashtag stress free next week. Not next week is definitely not going to be a stress free week. Uh, thank you so much, Karen, for being a part of the show. Appreciate you. Dave Boyle at Dave Boyle third flawless performance by Allen today. Digs is clutch. This defense has been really impressive considering how banged up it is. Hope we can get some players back for KC. Go Bills. Dave, it looks like we're going to get some back, but yes, I'm with you. I hope we can get some back too. Hope is the true word. That that injury report this week is going to be like book. It's going to be like several pages long. It's going to be, all eyes are going to be on the injury report. Payton, my guy Payton, uh, at Payton, says a little anxious about next week's defensive roster. I never heard of half these guys, and the ones I have are way past their prime. Uh, and uh, he's got the gift where it's like, this guy here is dead. Cross him off then. <laughs> So funny. Bills Media 716. Uh, offense went into a little bit of a lull after going up early. But either way, both sides of the field played well. Takeaways on defense. Should have had two more. Clean football on offense. And Josh just takes his game to another level, man. Hashtag Wildest Dreams. Or Wildest Dreams Land. Uh, hashtag Go Bills. Appreciate you, Bills uh, Media 716. Bill S. at CRZY Bill. May uh, whatever deity you pray to help our, help heal our defense going into next week. I'm going to be doing a lot of praying for the Bills defensive players this week. Uh, Shakir was a, a GD draft steal. I'm not going to use those words. That's funny. Pray to whatever he, deity, and then he like throws GD in there right right after it. I see what you're doing here. Allen looks like he went on uh, went into playoff mode because he did. Uh, playoff wins aren't easy, so hopefully we can keep this going next week. Go Bills. Go Bills back to you. Scottish Bills Mafia Jason, my guy Jason from Scotland. Delighted for the W. See, Europeans are the only ones that use words like delighted. Delighted for the W, he says. Looking forward to stuffing the Chiefs. Wondering who is left to play defense. Oh, and Shakir is the man. Go Bills. Go Bills, Jason. Appreciate you. Richard Rush, my guy, at Richard R. Rush, too, who's also in the comment section right now. 
was a great game. A way to be physical on both sides of the ball. The injuries had me worried for next week, but hopefully McDermott can figure it out. Hashtag go Bills. I'm right there with you. Uh, Tim Eschenfelter says, uh, shout out to all that helped get the stadium ready. Shout to the the mafia that showed up. Shout out to the mafia that showed up. Shout out to the players that stepped up in adverse uh, times. Dorian Williams, uh, AJ Klein, uh, Kier Elam, Shakir. Oh, no. Then the next one is Shakir challenging Allen for elusiveness. That's funny. And most of all, the Bills make me want to shout, he says. Go Bills. Tim, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Appreciate you. Uh, Peyton's got another one here. He's got a gif in here. Uh, I think this is like the third or fourth or fifth week in a row that you've used a major league gif. <laughs> Peyton is like, oh, are you running out of gifts yet? Is, I guess, the question. Um, maybe, maybe not. Uh, Ethan, a tweet, he says, feeling good injuries are a concern, but the backups stepped up big time. It has been the last six weeks. The motto is survive in advance. Now we have the chiefs in our house. Let's go bills. Hashtag bills, mafia, hashtag wildest dreams land. Just keep winning. Saxa Dave, my guy all the way from across the pond, still in awe of the Josh 52 yard run blowing past the Steelers defensive backs to chance of MVP on his way to the end zone. Three more to go, provided we can find enough double-sided sticky tape and lollipop popsicle sticks uh, to hold the defense together uh, with prayers. Uh, he says, go Bills with the praying hands up. Uh, Sex and David's good to have you part of the show. Appreciate you, buddy. Joe, Joe at, or Joe underscore, I should say, MC27. Uh, it's the whole, um, uh, whatchamacallit, the Marvel uh, Endgame gif with uh, Thanos. Did we beat the Steelers? Yes, he says. At what cost? And Thanos says everything. <laughs> British Bill Dog. Uh, I don't know how we're going to defend KC, or defend against, K, defend against KC without any first or second stringers at linebacker cornerback, but I can absolutely see Josh Allen and this offense put it together for another instant classic in Orchard Park this time. Good news, my friend. Uh, we should have uh, uh, Roswell Douglas back at the very least. I, I'm hoping that uh, Benford's injury isn't super severe. But yes, uh, Josh Allen is going to have to score points. That offense is going to have to be clicking. They're going to have to make sure that this week, this coming week, that they are uh, hitting on all on all cylinders. 207 Bills fan at Reed underscore, underscore Levine. Let's go. Way to finish on defense despite all the energies, uh, injuries. Rather, when this team plays in rhythm, no one can stop them, though. That's a big you're, – you're talking why I always tell them to, like, stay up-tempo. Because when they're up-tempo, they're just better. Mike Graham, all right, Mike 13. Injuries are scary, but Josh played amazing and clean. Go Bills. Go Bills back. C-Dub at Bill, or ha, uh, hashtag Bills Mafia at Chriswell73. Injuries, man. Getting scary. Someone say hello to Taylor for me. And for the love of criminy, hashtag Bills Mafia. Stop throwing snowballs on the field, please, and thank you. Uh, well, my guess is, is uh, we're supposed to get another 18 inches to two feet on Wednesday or Thursday. If I had to guess, you're going to see snowballs thrown on the field this week, too. Uh, this next coming week, Leon B at L Antonio 84 still need to figure out special teams bills by a billion wildest dreams land. And he's got the, uh, the nervous gift, which I love, <laughs> by the way, I am, uh, reposting, or I should say retweeting, uh, all of these that say hashtag wildest dreams land three more. Megan says at foul underscore Megs go bills hashtag wildest dreams land. It's apparently back Pamela. Who's in the chat section at Pamadonna says three more as well. Bill's uh, nega tweet at who is FCS right about now would be a great time for Milano for a Milano miracle recovery hashtag wildest dreams land. I would agree. I would welcome that tremendously. Paul uh, uh, 
Kalanio uh, at Kalanio Duke feels like a loss because of all the injuries. I hope we get most of them back for this football game. I think we're going to get a, we're going to get a couple back. Espo at Bills Mafia three one four. The only team that can beat the Bills is the Bills. Espo, I've been saying that for years. That center linebacker core was crushed today. Short week, not helping. Agreed, 100%. Anthony at Kettle Dog Dad. Victory Scotch, he's got himself poured out one. Poured a little sip there. I like it, my friend. Emily uh, at Emily MI, and then a bunch of numbers. Emily, it's good to have you part of the show. Uh, no one is to sell Taylor Swift, Kelsey Mahomes clan a box. If they come here, they need to be in the elements <laughs> <laughs> with the rest of us. Uh, I love it. That's going to get a retweet for me. Eric G green or Eric J Greenberg, rather up in Buffalo. He loves this song. He, he has tagged me on this song a thousand times. If you've not checked out the up in Buffalo song, this guy is uh, standing on it big time, which is great. Um, it's awesome. I can't play it on the show. David V at David underscore or David V underscore D. The team as a whole has overachieved. The team as a whole has overachieved anything I thought was possible. I really think Sean has our guys poised to host the Lombardi Trophy. Who's with me? Give me a woo! Go Bills! I'm going to be honest with you, David. If there is a year that the path is uh, looks about as good as it could possibly look, this is the year, especially if the Bills can obviously get by the Chiefs this week. If we can, if we can beat the Chiefs in Buffalo. You know, we we match up well against the Ravens. Sean McDermott knows how to play the Ravens. We've beaten the Ravens in the playoffs and the regular season last year. And if the Ravens somehow lose to the Texans and that domed Texas team with a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback have to come to Buffalo, I like our chances even better. Then it's uh, on to the Super Bowl, and we'll see what happens from there. Zach Jennings at Zach the Rider. Very nervous after that blocked field goal. Thankfully, we have Josh Allen. Oh, and the victory was sweeter knowing that I work that I was at work watching the game with a coworker who was a Steeler fan who was pissed and won a bet with a won a bet with my boss that the Bills win and the Phil, the Finns lose. The boss is a Finns a Finns fan. Oh, excuse me, a Finns fan. So you work with a Steeler fan and a Finns fan, Zach. This was a great week for you. Freaking fantastic week. Texas Bills fan at Go Bills Harris. It's what we are built to do. Win. I never thought we would lose this game, but let's put our feet on the throats of the Chiefs and never let it up. But tonight, go Bills. Bills by a billion. Bills versus the world. Love it. Just the truth uh, at EPEC Epic Bulldogs. Win felt good. Our depth is great, but we have a lot still to clean up. It's true. Uh, Laskies. Uh, Shakir became a Bills legend tonight the way Taron Johnson did with his pick six against Baltimore in 2021. That is, was an, an absolutely incredible Incredible run after catch. 76 is eligible at Chameleon 70, uh, 14, 70, Chameleon 14. Sorry. I'd say welcoming might be a little overstated, but I get your point. He's talking about my original tweet. We'll be welcoming the Chiefs. Uh, he's, you know, we're definitely not welcoming him in. Uh, Gianni Bravo 5 has the, uh, the, the gif of Josh Allen do the little wavy things from the Patriot, the perfect game he played, the Bills played a couple weeks back. Love that gif. It's one of my favorites. Stephen Lamb at Stephen underscore Lamb two, big win, but concerned with all the injuries. Of course, uh, you, there's a ringing theme here amongst Bills Mafia. We know what's at stake, and we know what these injuries mean. Michael Mix at Adirondack Mike seven. I've never been more confident than I am right now that this team is going to make a deep run. Michael, I love it. I love the positivity and the energy. Bob Brooks. Hey Patrick, come on over and play in our backyard. <laughs> I wish you to put four change. 
<laughs> I wish I could edit your tweet, Bob. Hey, Patrick, come on over and play in our backyard for a change. Tell your mom you're coming to my house for once, right? We all we all had that kid in the neighborhood where all the kids had to go to his yard all the time. Like no, like it wasn't like a round robin where everybody got to play in everybody's backyard. We were always going to Billy's house for some reason. Seems like that's how it's been with uh, Pat Mahomes. Carl Music, Kincaid is always blocking downfield. Love to see it. See you at the Ma- at the Mafia House next week. Go Bills, Carl. I'll see you there. Dave at Chase's uh, Dad zero seven two nine. Incredibly confident. If we can just get Razul Douglas back, I think we're gonna have him next week. Dave, maybe some of those injuries aren't that bad, but losing Bernard sucks. It's true. Z Garrett W. I'm concerned about all the defensive injuries, but it's about time Mahomes gets a proper introduction to Bills Mafia. Right there with you, D folks. Not great, he says. He's not feeling great. Bills seemingly have lost their vertical wide receiver offense, and what's up with Cook since the Dallas game? The D without Bernard could be in trouble. Crippled if Tehran is out, too. Klein will get chewed up by the Chiefs. Now we have a kicker problem. Ugh. Well, way to bring the positivity. <laughs> Enjoy the win, bro. It's, it's, it's Victory Monday for at least another hour and 15 minutes. Enjoy the win. <laughs> Worry about this stuff on Tuesday. Or Wednesday. And worry about it next week. Don't worry about it. man. Yikes, Debbie Downer. You need to change your handle to Debbie to at Debbie Downer. Uh Char- Charles Byrne. Uh uh hyphen go bills. So if Joe Brady can do this by picking up the notebook midseason, imagine what next year will bring. Fair enough. Hopefully there will be growth and it won't be uh Joe Brady putting his thumbprint all over this playbook and doing things that he wants to do, which is what happened with uh Ken Dorsey and Brian Dable's playbook. We're going to see. Although he still is the interim, they haven't hired him officially yet. Florida man, Rob, next up mentality has been the mantra, mantra all season. Put Razul Douglas on Kelsey and shut down corner uh, Kier Elam on Rice, and we will win, he says. I like I like that positivity. Charles Byrne uh, comes back for he, he Actually, he's got two here. Yes, we won, but this should have been more like 43 to 17. What is up with Bass? Can't answer you. He's got a bunch of them in here. It does not feel good. Terrible injuries, says Scott Petko. Sorry, Scott. Scott, uh, another Scott, Scott Danks. It's go time now. Biggest game of the McDermott Bean tenure. This is absolutely 100%. This is the biggest game of their, yes, their tenures here is, is part of the part of the Buffalo Bills. And then the week after that will be the biggest game. And if the Bills win that game, that next game, those two next games will be the biggest games of their careers. Taco Bell says, we won. Not impressively. Uh, we get to play again next week, and that's all that matters. I agree with you. Adam at Adam Run Strong. No time for feelings. I've got to get ready for KC. I like it, Adam. I like it. Just another nobody at that other guy, 716. Defense will need a ton of luck <laughs> or, or, or some a good game plan and some skill, <laughs> not just luck. Ay, ay, ay. Scott Patterson says, I've got a feeling. Hopefully everybody here. There's probably some young folks in here that don't know that song. I've got a feeling, right? Buffalo's going to. It's a little early. It's a little early, so maybe come back next week and give me a little more of that. I got a feeling. Maybe not. Let's wait. <laughs> Let's wait until the AFC Championship game, and we've won it. So, uh, Mrs. KCB, bring me Taylor Swift. She says. Bring me Taylor Swift. I love it. Uh, R.G. Krasinski says, nervous for next week because we're banged up, to say the least. Right there with you. Chuck, uh, can't pronounce your last name. Chuck, I'm sorry, but he's got the rock gift. Doing the whole hand like, hey, like I want you next. Uh, a couple more for you. Sean G. says, so many dang injuries. It's a short week. It is a short week, and we have a lot of injuries. Just concerned, or by, uh, Bay 2 Max says, uh, 
Uh, just concerned about all the injuries in a short week. It's a ringing theme. Mike Magnuson. If there's snow in the stands, Bill's Mafia better be <laughs> pasting the... <laughs> I can't say that word on the air, man. He's got a derogatory word for the Chiefs. Uh, if there's snow in the stands, Bill's Mafia better be better be pasting the Chiefs sideline with snowballs for me. <laughs> Mike, thanks for being a part of the show. Appreciate you. Uh, Steve Urkel. Wow. What a what amazing it is to have Steve Urkel as a part of the show. Two days extra rest for KC is insane. It's actually one day. No, it is two days. They play Saturday, right? Yeah, they get two extra days, but they've also got to travel. So we 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 don't have to travel, which is great. And then the last one, JS900. Sure, we finally get KC here, and half of our defense is in the MASH unit. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty positive that uh, most of our defense was in the MASH unit the, during the 13-second game, too. I think we had some uh, struggles defensively in that game as far as with injuries. But I could be wrong about that, but I, I thought that's what happened. So... But I think that's it. I think that's all I got for you. I think I got through my notes, uh, went a little bit fast because I was worried about how many tweets we had, and we still did it in under 50 minutes, was still, which is still a lot. I got to work on getting this whole thing down. Um, Peyton plays in regarding in regards to his uh, GIF choices, says Major League is epic for GIFs. Haha. <laughs> but I got you. I nailed you on that, right? I'm 100% on the fact that like it's been like four or five weeks in a row that you've used a, a Major League GIF. I'm pretty sure. So... <laughs> Uh, so good to have all of you join me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to close this out. Um, uh, you have been tuned into. Oh, actually, let's do this first. So, uh, the Off Tackle with John Fina show is going to uh, go live tomorrow sometime. I have not talked or connected with John yet. Um, there are other shows scheduled on Tuesdays, so it just be on the lookout. I'll put a tweet out about it, as will John, for when it's going to be. It'll be sometime between probably 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It just kind of depends. These these This week is messed up, and these games that are on Mondays mess with John's schedule and our my schedule and the schedule for his show. So be on the lookout. Uh, what else? Um, I think the, uh, the chop-up is going to be on Tuesday, tomorrow. Uh, Humpty Hotline on Wednesday, line to gain this week as well. So please tune in. Stay tuned for all of the uh, content coming out of Buffalo Rumblings. But with that said, it's Victory Monday. It's about to be Victory Tuesday. Bills Mafia, enjoy this win. They are not easy to come by, and next week, te next week's test is going to be incredible. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, you have been tuned into the Overreaction Buffalo Sports Show post-game show on, oh, I'm sorry, brought to you by the Market Dominator on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. My name is Joe Miller. I'm the voice of this here show. It was so good to have you guys join me for a couple of minutes. I love talking to you guys. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Enjoy this win. Enjoy Victory Monday. Enjoy Victory Tuesday. And uh, stay warm. Be safe. Stay out of the snow. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Bills.